Good day, this is Terry Mardi, and I am the founder of Asian Music Digital, uh, the sister company of Asian Music Publishing. Asian Music Publishing was set up in 2012 and is a global music publisher with offices in 15 locations around the world. It, together with its partners Bucks Music, is an independent music publisher and is not owned or affiliated with any major label or publisher. The purpose of it was to create an opportunity for people to have their rights exploited around the world, whereas get their music collections uh, collected royalties from any number of uh, places, uh, PROs from different countries, up to 125 odd countries now. Now, it's all, not always a simple business. It's a complex string uh, or network and a hash of different uh, rights, uh, wireframed and meshed over um, various territories, uh, currencies and payment cycles. And the data trail can be messy. So Asian Music Digital was born out of an appetite where we wanted to distribute music with real-time reporting. So we partnered with um, streaming giant um, Stephen King and Believe Digital. So it's a joint venture where we are now working together to really tackle um, Asia and emerging markets. We have a bird's eye view of how the streaming markets work. We have analytics that give us in-depth insights into how things happen in real time. I work with the companies and the account managers at various other labels to compare notes with holistic data that might give us some insight as to where trends might be. Now working in Africa, I'm partnered with a local uh, set of companies over there to gather whether the appetite for Asian music, for example, can be grown within Asia and the fusion of the two continents and their music cultures be um, something that we look at as perhaps the future of the music business. Combine that with the work I'm doing with my partners over in America and Latin America and of course some of you have already met Manny Hernandez. So with Latin music, African music and Asian music being on our radar, it's what we specialize in in terms of our scope. However, I've spent 18 years in the music business in the West, based in the UK and in US and Europe. And so I've looked at chart successes, been involved with uh, top tens and, and, and sometimes number one records. And we've also had the privilege of working with the majors uh, at a time where I got to learn about how those companies work. Having seen all of that, I, I feel like there's a lot of opportunity to use all of the companies in the ecosystem, whether you're an independent startup, a small mom and pop shop type label, or a major, there is room for everybody. But the data and the business of digital is something that's ever changing. And this podcast is about you learning and staying up to date with what's possible whilst voicing your opinions. People from the South Asian community tend to be late adopters to technology and always ride the wagon too late after the market. But I believe that that's changing. As India is rising up, places like Pune and Hyderabad and Bangalore and Gurugao becoming tech hubs within India itself, I see that combined with China and Japan's might and South Korea's incredible force within the music industry. I, th I see that changing over the next decade. So we, like you, want to see a bright future for the music business. And if you think that you could contribute or be part of that music business, I'd like you to get in touch. Hit us up on Instagram, Asian Music Digital. That's our handle. You can DM me at Terry Mardi or directly on the Asian Music Digital account. I will check your messages. And I'd love to know how you 
would like to get involved with the growth of the Asian music digital space. We are, like I said, working in Africa and in Latin America. So the Asian music digital tag is simply a brand name. Don't think that we're just isolated to those areas. We will be coming to a region near you pretty soon. Uh, with a spider web of people growing and my network of people online expanding every minute, um, I'm really looking forward to being in touch with you. Um, the message that I've received so far is so encouraging, thanks so much. And I'll be making some announcements soon about what I'll be doing in India over the next six months when it comes to the independent music business. Really excited about that and those that are involved in that, I can't wait to start guys, I'm really excited. So here we go. Let's bring some life to the music business and disrupt and get rid of the old dinosaurs, eh? Yes, they've had their time. It's now about a new gen. Peace out, guys. Good day, this is Terry Mardi. What is Asian Music Digital? Well, you're hearing this podcast, and that's it's probably fair to say that you might assume that it's only a podcast. The reality is it's not. Asian Music Digital is a music distribution and analysis service. Now, this is what we've been using internally for about three to four years at Asian Music Publishing. It's a secret tool that I've not told anyone about outside of AMP family. AMP stands for Asian Music Publishing. Now, what we've been doing for the past four years, in fact, it was just around the time my ma passed away. I remember signing the deal on the day she actually died, so sorry to bring a somber mood to it, but that's how significant this is. And we didn't give up on it because we realized that it was so powerful. What we've been doing is we've been using real-time reporting. I can look at a piece of music that we distribute and look at the data and find out where it's being streamed, which country, by which gender of person, whether it's a girl or a boy. I can tell you how they're listening to it, how long they're listening to a piece of music, um, and where they discovered it from, where the click-through links are. I can also tell you information about what else they listened to um, with some more sort of mass data. I can also sort of build up a bit of a customer profile about individual streamers in some unique cases. But most importantly, we can be reactive in real time. Most people, distribution services, offer uh, reports on a monthly or quarterly basis, which is a little bit use useless when we are trying to distribute content and react to it in a, in a very fast-changing music business. Whereas we have been looking at placements using this tool, um, almost like a crystal ball. So let's give you an example. We upload uh, an EP for somebody. A client gives us the music, we put it up. Within a day or two, it's on live on all the stores around the world. Your Apple, Spotify, Tidal, Amazon, you name it, it's there. We then track in real time the listening of that music, the placement of that music. Now, let's see we see a spike in by looking at regions. And you can see with a login that you can maybe, let's say Malaysia is listening to your track. We could then look into the reasons for that happening. We can speak to the network and find out why that particular peak interest is happening there. We'd recently just had an example in Spain, it's worth talking about. So we had a track go up through uh, Asian Music Digital. It was then picked up on, in Spain for the top viral 50 tracks in Spain on the playlist there. But that was through a number of other activities that took place through the label and the team around the label. We then were able to now 
assess that to see where we want to go next with it. Whether we go into particular playlists, whether we want to now move uh, on a publishing angle to see if we can increase radio play and then increase the income based on that, around that activity. But if we had to wait for that, we would be so late to the game that there'd be no way to hit that buzz whilst it was happening in real time. So if that's something that you need, and you need to create uh, sort of a campaign around the buzz of a track when it's being pushed, and also monitor the activity and the results from your activities, to see where you should be spending your time, where should we, which playlist should you be focusing on, um, what, what compensation can you expect to receive from a uh, piece of music or an EP or a body of work over time, you can monitor that all with a login. So as of next month, we'll be giving direct logins to people. So you'll be able to do it yourself. There's no go-betweens. You literally log in from your device and you can see all this information in real time. We'll help you digest it and then react. So I really do believe that 2018 is going to be the year of Asian Music Digital. Um, we are taking it to international markets. It's not a place on the planet where we're not going to exploit this data, but we're going to give you the tools to do it. And then we're going to create, uh, what we've already started doing, is creating templates and plans for people to then build on that. Working with news around social media developments and the rights issues and all those sort of things. That's what this is all about. This is not just conversation for conversation's sake. This is conversation about build a community where you guys can actually benefit from the tools, the conversations, the insights and the education to build a better, more independent, more reactive, instant music business for yourself. And guess what? It, wasn't even, it doesn't even cost you much. It's pennies. So it's totally affordable. There's not a person on the planet that can't afford this. In fact, there are people in India and Pakistan using this service right now in for a couple of rupees. So there you go. If they can do it, you can do it. Good day, this is Terry Mardi, listening to Asian Music Digital. Uh, I just got asked a question by an artist on Instagram who asked the question, if we're doing mashups of other people's covers, taking songs that already exist for hooks, for example, or maybe part of a verse, but then we add our own lyrics to it and write our own music, do we need to get clearances for those tracks to end up being put up on digital platforms? And my answer to that question is yes, you do. Ultimately, the elements of the music that were compositions that are copyrights by, owned by other people, um, those need to be cleared. The same argument will be made about your original parts. So the elements that you're, being, that you're writing, even in that mashup, are original to you. So if you imagine if someone was to use that music elsewhere and take that mashup, cut the parts of your mashup into their mashup, and then make a killing off it, whether it be you know, streaming or broadcast revenue or some license, um, how would you feel about that? And it's the same sort of chain. Essentially, original works need to be compensated. That's the way the law is designed and built at the moment. Whether that changes in the future, well, we'll keep you informed. But right now, if you're using any composition that wasn't invented by your brain, that wasn't your composition, um, and you're using it in any small way, be it sort of a, a tiny one-second sample or a full song, song, ultimately, yes, you need to have it cleared. And I guess we can help there. Rights clearance is something that we do look at on a case-by-case -case basis. But we will be opening up to the masses very soon. I've got some really interesting tools available and now we're going to ask you guys to submit your music to us. So mainly to avoid getting your music taken down through infringement claims and copyright claims. Um, it seems like everyone's putting a lot of work into this space to create new music from existing music and it's really popular. 
Like I said earlier in another podcast, people like Zack Knight and Arjun are doing official remixes and are being approached by those people. But they don't really have a choice often to choose which song they get to use. So if you want to be able to just pick any song that you really love and then write your own parts to it, maybe do your own mashups, produce your own beats to it, uh, or maybe even re-sing them, adjust the melody slightly or even completely, if the lyrics are being used and you want to write them in a different way or you want to do anything like that, then get in touch with Asian Music Digital on Instagram. Get in touch with us and let us know what you want to do. Send us some links to your stuff and we will um, tell you if we can help and make it legit. So yeah, hope that helps. Uh, stay tuned. Please do favorite this. Download this on Anchor app. I would love for you to download the Anchor app because you can then call in and leave a comment. It's a really cool way for you to be a part of the show. And then we can also then play your music on the show um, and showcase it to our growing audience. I think we're already up. I've only been doing this for about a week now. And we're already up to about just under 4,000 claps um, and several hundred listeners. So I'm really happy um, that we're starting the year off with a new audience around Asian Music Digital. My name is Terry Mardi. Thanks for listening. And I'll be back later with more updates. Good day, this is Terry Mardi, and you're listening to Asian Music Digital. Uh, today, I'd like to just give you a little bit of advice. If you're a new artist to the scene, or perhaps you've been in it for a while, and you haven't yet learned about relationships in the business, the music business is a relationships business. It's not what you know necessarily, it's definitely who you know. And in fact, those artists that come into the scene and believe that they can be rude, obnoxious, and offensive to people around them and think that that's a cool thing to do, I've got some news for you. You will fail. You will never succeed in this business if you are rude to people, if you don't value people's expertise, their advice, their times. People are in the music business because of passion. People in the music business love music. People that live in the music business for many, many years do so, not for money, although they may make money from it, but they do it because of passion. Passion about what music can do for people, what it does for them, how it makes people feel. As someone once very wise said to me, is that music is made for the heart, by the heart, but it's not curing heart disease. So don't take it too seriously. I think that's great advice, and certainly in times that's always helped me. At the end of the day, you might not like everybody that you encounter in the music business, but that's no re reason for you to then compromise your character. Today you might be a complete douche to somebody. Tomorrow you may have to work with them. People in the industry often rely on artists to approach them. And the music industry also rely on artists for their bread and butter. They're the creators. But we both need each other. This harmony between creators and facilitators is the reason why the ecosystem can thrive. If this harmony doesn't exist, the whole thing collapses. There are some artists who are young or in the game that perhaps are in particular genres like hip-hop for example or the electronic dance music or maybe even rock that come with a certain attitude, an arrogance even. A misunderstanding can turn into a huge problem for that artist. So how we communicate with people becomes really paramount. 
Don't make the mistake of burning a bridge or biting the hand that today might not feed you but tomorrow might. There are so many people who last in the music industry, particularly veterans who've been in it for a while and aren't going anywhere. So burning a bridge with that person today thinking you can cut your ties and work with someone else might seem like a good idea, but the way you do it could result in perhaps your longevity being cut short if later down the line that person's moved into a position of power that then helps you. So it just makes sense not to cut any losses and not, not to cut any ties, I mean. So at the end of the day, be a nice person. It's a simple rule. Be clued up and take five minutes or an hour or a day just to consider what you might say to somebody if you had to communicate with them, even in a dispute. Being a nice person and being considerate of other people and not being a douche will go a long way in this music business. So I hope that everybody listening to this can rethink that the way they might approach a particular situation may be challenging. Maybe you are having a dispute with somebody. Maybe you want something to happen so desperately that it comes out all wrong. But that way it comes out could be so detrimental to the way that your future pans out in the industry. I hear it all the time. Careers ending because of bad attitude. Don't let that be you. You can get what you want and not be a sucker, but you don't have to be a douchebag. <laughs>